Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When people talk about how emotional Doctor Who is, they're usually thinking about all the regenerations and companion departures. Those grand farewell speeches, those tearful goodbyes, and those heart-wrenching deaths. These are always going to be the most memorable parts of the show from an emotional perspective because, well, watching beloved characters move on is a really hard thing to do. But Doctors and Companions aside, and allow us to get really depressing here for a second, there's a lot more suffering and loss to be found if you look a little closer at some of the show's smaller side characters too. From one-off heroes to one-off villains or, you know, just one-off randomers, the last decade and a half of Who is littered with side characters whose backstories are deeply tragic. From soldiers who are actually grotesque government experiments, to sinister aliens with some truly disturbing origins. These backstories often aren't given much attention in their episodes, so it's little surprise that fans rarely talk about them when discussing the show's saddest moments. But the characters involved are definitely worthy of our sympathy. With that in mind, I'm Ellie with Who Culture and this is 10 Doctor Who side characters with tragic backstories. Number 10. Ada Gilliflower the scars on Ada Gilliflower's face make it clear that her past is riddled with trauma, but even so she hasn't let her horrific backstory consume her, as evidenced by the fact that she voluntarily takes care of a severely injured 11th Doctor. She's a kind, gentle soul who has simply dealt a rough hand in life, and in her case that rough hand manifested in the form of her mother, Winifred Gilliflower. Early on in Series 7's The Crimson Horror, we're told that Ada's blindness and scarring was caused by her father in a drunken rage, but this is a total lie. The truth is unbelievably even darker still. It was actually Ada's mother who scarred her during a series of experiments involving red leech venom. Winifred was trying to find an antitoxin to combat this venom and she used Ada as her test subject throughout this process. She blinded her own daughter for nothing more than personal gain. What makes this even worse is that Winifred doesn't seem remotely sorry for her actions, which is why it's extremely satisfying when she falls to her death at the end of the episode. Karma at its finest. Number 9. The Landlord Doctor Who tends to do the villain with good intentions thing quite a lot, and the Landlord is one of the best examples of this in recent years. As his name implies, the Landlord is a property owner, but he isn't exactly someone you'd want to go into business with. This is because of his game plan, which is not to give people a comfortable place to live, it's to lure them into property and feed them to a swarm of alien insects. Okay, sure, that definitely doesn't seem like good intentions at face value, but peeling back the layers of the Landlord's history reveals that his heart is genuinely in the right place. In reality, his murderous behaviour is actually a way for him to save his mother, Eliza, from death. 
When he was just a boy, Eliza contracted a serious illness, and despite the best efforts of her doctors, there was nothing they could do to keep her alive. By chance, the landlord then stumbled upon those aforementioned insects, dryads, and discovered that they were capable of healing Eliza over time. For the next several decades, the landlord would lure unsuspecting students to his house in order to feed them to the dryads and keep Eliza healthy. He's far from being a saint, but at the end of the day, the landlord is nothing more than a scared kid who wants to help his mum, a plight that we can all probably empathise with. Number 8. Chloe Webber Fear Her is an episode that Who fans are more inclined to laugh at than appreciate, and in total fairness, its naff execution does leave a lot to be desired. A big part of the problem is the way that Chloe Webber is depicted. The acting isn't great for a start, and that weird whispery voice she was given is unintentionally hilarious. But strip all that away and the character definitely could have worked as a powerful emotional core for the story. Chloe endured a deeply saddening and troubled upbringing, starting when her father would repeatedly beat her after having one too many drinks. Naturally, this led to her suffering from nightmares, an issue that was compounded by the fact that she felt incredibly lonely and didn't have any friends to talk to. Her father then died in a car crash, which, given his violent behaviour, could be seen as a relief as well as a loss. To make things even worse, Chloe's mother didn't even want to talk about his death and adding to those feelings of separation and loneliness that already plagued their family. All this emotion eventually culminates in the nightmare of Chloe's dead father being brought to life by an alien force, a clear indication of how haunting her backstory is. Number 7. The Bowie Base One Crew Not much is revealed about the histories of the Bowie Base One crew members in the excellent 10th Doctor episode, The Waters of Mars, but we do know that they all hail from a version of Earth where the human population is near extinction. This is how Captain Adelaide Brooke describes the situation, mentioning 40 long years of the climate, the ozone, the oil apocalypse, while chatting with the Doctor. And on top of this shared event, the various figures in the Bowie Base One team each have more specific traumas in their own individual backstory. Stories. For instance, Mia Bennett, whose obituary briefly flashes on the screen when the Doctor first meets her, was raised solely by her father. She never knew her mother, who died in a car accident shortly after Mia was born. Elsewhere, former athlete Tarek Itau spent his earlier years being openly shunned by his own countrymen after choosing to pursue a career in medicine, while senior technician Steffi Erlich was motivated to join the Bowie mission after her home country was decimated in an unspecified event. And then there's also Brooke herself, who was left as an orphan after her parents went missing in a Dalek attack. While the Bowie base crew is obviously full of accomplished space travellers, it's also full of damaged goods, which is somewhat fitting considering that their lives on Mars are destined to end in disaster. Number 6 Auntie and Uncle Described by the 11th Doctor as patchwork people, the dark history of Auntie and Uncle is evident by simply looking at their unusual bodies. In The Doctor's Wife we meet these two oddball figures on their adopted home planet, a sentient, definitely quite evil asteroid known as House. After falling through a rift in time and space, they arrived here decades, perhaps even centuries earlier, and while it's implied that they were once ordinary humanoids, they ended up transforming into monsters as the years ticked by. With the aid of House, Auntie and Uncle would steal body parts from other creatures that fell through the rift, essentially committing murder in order to harvest spare parts. They would then fuse these parts with their own bodies in order to extend their lives. It's pretty grim stuff. At one point, they even butchered a Time Lord called the Corsair, stealing his arm, spine and kidneys. While Auntie and Uncle aren't entirely innocent, it's clear that in some way they are victims of House. It seems like it was his power that led them down this dark path in the first place. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Number five, Chanto. Chanto is first introduced in Series 3's Utopia as an assistant to the kindly old Professor Yana. However, she loses her job in spectacular fashion when Yana, having recently discovered that he's actually the master, turns on her and kills her. It's a tragic end to a story that also has a tragic beginning. Chanto is a member of the Malmuth species, humanoid insects that are entirely peaceful, despite their less than appealing looks. They lived in a conglomeration on the planet Melkasiro for generation after generation, but at an unknown point in time, this conglomeration was wiped out and the planet became a wasteland, with the hills being roamed by violent humanoids known as the future kind. In the process, Chanto's friends, relatives and everyone else around her was killed and she became the last of her species. Based on the doctor's own experiences, we know how damaging this can be to a person. So all things considered, Chanto actually does a really good job at hiding her grief. On the plus side, she did ultimately find refuge with Professor Yana inside a human outpost, but once again, that didn't end well. Number 4. The Foretold the Foretold is presented as nothing more than a mindless killing machine, one that doesn't give its victims any chance to escape. If this creature marks you for death, that's it. 66 seconds will pass and you will die. At the same time though, there's a surprising level of tragedy to this character, an extra layer of depth that is only revealed when you peel away those crispy strips of cloth and take a look at what's underneath. In another life centuries ago, this mummified beast was a normal soldier, a normal man. However, this changed when he was outfitted with some state-of-the-art tech, including camouflage gear and a personal teleport that was powerful enough to prevent him from dying, forcing him to continue fighting endlessly. Over time, his appearance became more withered and the bandages that were once used to heal his wounds started to resemble the wrappings of an ancient mummy. The Foretold is a soldier that just wants to end the cycle of violence that it's trapped in. Cruelly, it's essentially just been left on autopilot, acting on centuries-old orders through no fault of its own. Number 3. Angstrom 
a finalist in an epic planet-hopping race known as the Rally of the Twelve Galaxies, Angstrom's ultimate goal is to win enough money to help not just her family, but her entire species. A long time before we meet her in Series 11's The Ghost Monument, Angstrom's home planet Albar was attacked by ruthless alien warriors called the Stenza. And the end result wasn't just a handful of casualties. Millions of Albarians were killed, and the ones who were lucky enough to survive were driven into hiding. Angstrom's own family was part of the surviving group, evading the Stenza threat by any means necessary. But on the other hand, Angstrom's unnamed wife was one of the millions who died in the attack. Angstrom describes this horrific assault as the Stenza systematically cleansing her people, a strong indication that the killing wasn't completely random. Regardless, it was this tragic event that motivated Angstrom to enter the race, where she ultimately emerged as a joint victor. However, it's unclear whether or not she managed to return to Albar and save her people. Number 2. Tricky Van Balen there's arguably nothing worse in life than not being able to trust the people you love. Journey to the center of the TARDIS presents us with a really harsh example of this when we meet the Van Balen brothers, a trio of siblings who run a family-owned salvage company that operates in deep space. Years before the episode starts, the company was run by the brother's father, but he eventually moved on for unknown reasons. At this point, he chose his youngest and smartest son Tricky to take over, but this didn't go as smoothly as you'd expect. Tricky ended up being caught in a terrible salvage accident which almost killed him. An explosion stripped him of his sight, his voice and his memory, but he survived and was fitted with a synthetic voice box and two bionic eyes. However, the memories didn't prove so easy to replace, and rather than helping Tricky to remember his past, his brothers instead decided to have a bit of fun. To that end, they convinced him that he was actually an android and that he wasn't a proper Van Balen brother, just so they could assume control of the company for themselves. Tricky's own family changed changed his identity and lied about his past just for a bit of banter. As betrayals go, it doesn't get much more cruel than that. Number 1. Carla Tech the Terminator-esque gunslinger is positioned as the villain of Series 7's A Town Called Mercy, and he certainly does cause a few headaches for the Doctor throughout the course of the episode, but at heart he is not a bad person. The gunslinger's real name is Carla Tech, and once upon a time he was an ordinary soldier serving in a military academy on his home world, Carla. Soon after, war broke out, a devastating affair that stretched on for almost a decade, utterly destroying half of the planet in the process. At this point, Carla Tech was told that he he had been selected for a special peacekeeping mission on an off-world colony, but in actual fact he was about to become a guinea pig in a twisted experiment concocted by a scientist, Carla Jex. Desperate to end the war, Carla Jex mutilated ordinary soldiers and literally fused their flesh with weapons, all in an attempt to create unstoppable cyborgs. These soldiers had their memories and past lives erased, transforming them into merciless killing machines that served without question. According to Carla Jex, his army of robotic creators were so powerful that they ended the war within a week. But the innocent lives that had to be sacrificed to get there, including Carla Tex, weighed heavily on his conscience. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.